Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Everybody's going crazy in the chat, right? It's like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like one guy like says, I'm on Amazon. I'm about to buy the book right now. And you know, everybody's like, send the link, send the link. We're waiting for the link. Like 150 people are commenting like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now. If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's up, Entrepreneur Junkies? It's Jamie Atkinson back with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. And today I have a returning guest. How's it going? It's going good. It's Gina Tiernow here. How you doing? Well, I'm doing all right. Good. I've had a good day. We've um we've just been packing for Bali, which has been interesting. The living room's a mess. The living room is everywhere and I finally caved and let Gina buy a suitcase. Thank God. For the longest time, I've just not wanted... We've had backpacks because we're, you know, traveling around. And... Now I'm using my backpack and a suitcase. This is exactly what I was worried about. She's just going to end up packing so So many So every day I've been going to stores and getting more stuff to fill my suitcase with. Surprise! You have? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Sorry, I just came back from the store. Oh, I'm really excited. This is going to be great. So today, we're going to be talking about something that's kind of interesting... You want me to tell you what it is? Okay. Are you pre- let's go. You're not prepared for this, are you? No, don't know. I have yeah. no idea. I should have gave you a heads up. I'm sorry about kind that. Of. Today we're talking about how facts tell, but stories sell. Yeah, you yeah? got it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stories sell, right? Totally. So, why are stories important in business? Hmm. I think stories are important. Because they kind of connect with your reader and they show that you're relevant to them. Like, you're going through the same exact thing they are. Well, if you're hitting your ideal client, then hopefully. Like, literally hitting them? Not hitting them, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're my ideal client. I'm going to get you with this baseball bat. (laughs) No, but, like, hitting them with your story. Like, connecting. Saying, like, I went through the same things you did. Like, kind of giving yourself, what's the word I'm looking for? Credibility? Yeah, I guess um, when somebody has gone through something that's similar to what you've gone through. Like, my bowels also explode. Let's bond over it. I always got to take it there. <laughs> what are you talking about bowels? Oh, like <laughs> because your product is about gut health. I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah. That's a lot of information for your guests. Yeah, I mean, you know, they didn't probably want to know that. <laughs> but it's funny, right? Because stories are such an integral part to selling. And sometimes we don't realize this. And if you think about every good product that you've ever bought if you bought if you buy an apple product right sometimes you buy these things because of the story that goes behind it right apple spent years perfecting and developing their products so that it was going to be this amazing and thing steve jobs like dropping acid to develop the ipod i didn't know that does that is yes, that a thing yes a hundred percent wow yeah don't do drugs kids 
you might just develop the new iPod. So if you if you listen to our last episode, which is episode seven, we talked about hooks. What what we wanted to kind of talk about as a lead on into this episode is you know relevant things, of course. Like, can I just say something and... off of episode seven? Go on. We we Google what sodomy was. <laughs> And we're sorry that neither of us knew. And and yeah, if you Googled it as well, we're really sorry that you had to <laughs> yeah. see that. Because that's not pretty. Yeah. Sorry so what's, bring that up. what's okay. kind of funny is, let's stay on track here, Gina. Okay. Come on, we got this. Working on it. So if you're putting out an offer and, uh, sorry, if you're selling a product or if you're putting out anything online, we had the hook, right? We got their attention. We brought them in. Why is a story so important? You like connect with them. Now that you got your attention, you got to like keep them interested right and like engage them with the story and everyone loves a story like we grew up having our parents read us stories and whenever you tell like a really good story like never mind i'm not gonna say it what were you gonna say no no all right should i tell it yeah go on okay that time that i was in a restaurant and i was on a date not with you sorry and i had a few martinis and it was a really dark romantic lit restaurant so I had to go to the bathroom. So I got up and I was like a little, a little buzzed. So I was like walking through like the buzzed, restaurant. Like yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. And I rounded the corner too fast and I ended up bumping into this girl and I screamed, she screamed. Now the whole restaurant is looking at us and like I start laughing and then she starts laughing because it's like we just like face planted each other and then I, I look into her eyes and like then I my eyes go big and then her eyes go big and then I realize it's a mirror <laughs> 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 so like the whole restaurant had watched me walk into a mirror and I think the thing with stories is like that build up and all those little details are really critical well, what's funny is when you storytell, and I didn't realize this until somebody told me, but when you tell a narrative and you take people through what's happening and you describe the situation and you describe what's there, is that the, the audience, when they listen, they start to see it through your eyes. Like, it's not so much, even though it's your story, story and they know it's your story, they're seeing it as if they're experiencing right. it themselves. They were in the dimly lit restaurant. They got up. They saw her eyes. They saw her laugh. You know, like... Those details, I think they try to, you try to apply the, the appeal to the five senses. So, like, what did the restaurant smell like? What did the martini taste like? What did the place look like? You just appeal to all those five senses, yeah? Yeah, and I can't even remember the other two senses, but I'm sure they Feel? are. Touch, Touch, yeah. The table felt sticky <laughs> at the restaurant. <laughs> I don't know. You could describe it, though, right? Um, I know someone was telling their story. And it was, they were, like, describing a movie theater, and they were, like, the way my feet stuck to the sticky floors. And, like, everyone can relate to being in a movie theater with, like, soda spilled on the floor because no one ever cleans that up. Yeah, So, like, 100%. you can, you just automatically transport yourself into the movie theater because the floors are sticky. Like, you know that feeling. So, or in a club at 2 a.m. Yeah, I love that. And, like, well, I don't love a club at 2 a.m. It's, like, the worst place the in the worst. world to be. But, yeah. But that's funny because when you start to tell these stories, it really gets people engaged. You transport there. Yeah, they come into whatever it is yeah. that you're talking about, right? So if you're going to go and you're going to sell a product, instead of just saying this is the feature and it features a twizzle head toothbrush system <laughs> with a... Instead, if you start to tell a story about, you know, how I woke up one morning and oh, my realized that out. my toothbrush wasn't as effective and, you know, I was finding that, you know, my arm was aching because I was doing all the manual work. So instead I got this automated one and... Yeah, if you can, like connect with your reader through story and they'll also remember it they're not going to remember all of the features but they might remember the story 
that you told. Yeah, I've got a great story to share, actually, which was which was one that was given across to me and see what you guys think. So, you know, this story kind of happens and it was one of my friends and he was sat in a uh, McDonald's restaurant. So at the time, he's an entrepreneur now. He's very successful. He's had a bunch of uh, multi-million dollar deals that's been done. But at the time, he was, you know, just out of college. He was kind of broke and he didn't really have any money. So he, you know, was in McDonald's with his girlfriend because it was the only place they could go to afford to go and eat out, right? They were eating off the value menu. You know, they were sat across and and I think they're even like sharing a burger and sharing fries because they are literally that broke. They like can't afford... A, you know anything and it's actually i think he said it was cheaper to eat at mcdonald's like that than it was to go home and to go and cook a meal yeah sometimes it is and it's crazy because in his story you know what ended up happening was his wife actually ended up eating just one meal a day so he could eat more but that's another kind of backstory and uh he was at this restaurant and he was having this meal with his wife and he remembered leaving mcdonald's and he starts to walk home up the road and he's just walking up the road he was just you know it was a regular day it was kind of you know windy out but a little bit sunny you could see the clouds are in the sky and he was walking along and he was on the way back home and it was the route that he almost always walked when he was on the way to college and it was kind of weird because in this situation like he there aren't many cars that were going down this road right there was like the occasional one that went past yeah. and then this time when he was walking past he saw this this limo which kind of rolled up what? and he's like well that's weird like seeing a limo in a, limo in a place like this and he, he thought nothing of it and he kept on walking and then he saw that the limo was actually parked out on the side of the street so he's like oh okay well that's odd so he starts walking past again and then the guy that's inside the limo, he, you know, gets out of the car. The, the driver actually went around and opened it and it gets out. And the guy's got like this beautiful press suit on. It's got like the gold watch. He's, you know, he's got that whole look and vibe about him that Whoa. just screams like wealth. Wow. Like the wealth was just rolling off him. Like, and just Steve, you know, he even, he even said like when he, he was walking past and he got close to him and the guy could, you know, he smelled rich. Like he had this aftershave and like. It smells like mahogany. Oh my, yeah, like rich mahogany right so he goes past him and you know Stephen, who was the guy that was telling the story he ended up walking past this guy and then in that moment you know he'd been trying to get businesses started he'd been trying all these different things and he'd ended up failing time and time again and he was just in this moment he was thinking to himself there's no way I can just miss this opportunity. So he turns around and he, he goes back to the guy. He, he, the guy is about to get back into the car and he grabs the car door. The driver oh starts God. to freak out because the driver's like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, are you, yeah, like he's going to jump. He's like, no, 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 that, that's not what it is. Like, I just wanted to ask you a question. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been failing really hard. You know, my wife and me were broke and I just wanted to ask you a question. And the guy's like, yeah, no problem. You know, come in a limo and he invites, you know, Steve inside this limo. He gets inside and he starts to talk about well, what is it that you've done that gave you such success? Like, how did you do it? Yeah, like how am how am I failing so hard and you're having success? And he said, Steve, there's only really one thing I can tell you as to why I've been successful. Oh and God. he said, 25 years ago, he said I read this amazing book, and I'm not going to tell you guys what the book is called. And this book, he said, you know, I I found it. I was you know trying all these different businesses. You know, my dad had had business, had never had success. And he said this book was the single biggest thing that I did, and it changed my habits. It changed my life. And once I started to implement everything I learned in this business, that's when I started to have success. What book is it? So he's going through all of this thing, right? And then at this moment, he's like, oh my god. 
what is the book, right? What is the book? Give me the book. And the guy says, okay, listen, you can have the book. And Stephen ends up leaving the car. You know, I won't tell you who the guy in the car is, because if I told you, you'd actually know him by name. If you know anybody, you know, he's one of these big figures in entrepreneurship who, if I told you who it was, you would instantly recognize it. So Stephen takes this book, he goes back and he actually started implementing all of these systems. And when I'm hearing this story story for the first time, like I'm inside one of Stephen's coaching calls, you know, he's like uh, coaching me to get to this next level. And he, and he says to us all, he's like, and, and guys, this is the book. This is the book that I read, the book that I studied, and it's, and it's everything that I ever needed. And he showed us the book and I can't remember what the name of it was, um, but it's on my bookshelf somewhere, I think. And he pulls it up and he says, this is the book. And the, the great thing about this guy is I wanted to help you in this course because this book absolutely changed my my, my life. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put together an offer where I'm going to give you the book itself. I'm going to give you my handwritten notes about everything that I learned inside the book. I'm going to give you the audio book that goes alongside of it. And as well as that, I'm also going to give you a personal plan of what to do once you've finished and implemented the book. It's going to be $497. How many of you guys are interested? He says, all right, I'm going to drop the link down below. You guys can buy it right now. And we wait and everybody's going crazy in the chat, right? It's like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like one guy like says, I'm on Amazon. I'm about to buy the book right now. And, you know, everybody's like, send the link, send the link. We're waiting for the link. Like 150 people are commenting like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And Steven stops and he goes, ha! And we're like, what? And he's like, that story was completely made up. What? And we're like, what? What do you mean it's completely made up? Like the whole thing? He said the whole story he told McDonald's from... McDonald's too? Yeah, the McDonald's, the, his wife being in there, the whole thing was a completely made up story. And the reason he did that, and like all of us were like, oh my God, this is amazing, this story, we're going to buy this thing. I was like and he deep said, in there. When, you're, when, you, when you were listening, and then he goes in and he starts to break it down. He said, now tell me something. When I was telling you this and I made you the offer, what was it that you were buying? And we, And you know, and he said, you weren't buying what the book was because I hadn't told you about what the product was. You know, all I said was I'm going to give you the outline of the book, what I learned about the book, the best way to implement the book. And none of us actually knew anything about what the product was. The thing that had sold it was the sales message and the story behind that offer. And, you know, I I probably didn't tell it as well as what Stephen did. So maybe you guys weren't as excited. But when he True. told us that story, like it, it blew us away. And the reason he did it was to demonstrate, hey, by the way, it doesn't matter what you sell. Story is everything. It's like how you sell it. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Because I was like deep in there. And you were there listening to me at the same time, yeah. right? It was crazy. So, I mean, to just round this kind of episode off, after saying all that, I didn't realize I was going to retell that story. That was kind of on the fly. How did I do? Was it a good rendition? It was pretty good, yeah. Uh, what, what's the big thing that you think somebody who's listened to this right now who knows that they probably should be telling a story, but doesn't really know where to start. Maybe they've got their hook kind of nailed. How do you start to like flush out and figure out your own story? I would work on your origin story, like how you came to this position. And whether you have it figured out or not, you could just be going on the journey with your audience. Yeah. So like, like retelling what you've experienced. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of the time when you, when you're going to be sharing a product, it's going to be you've already have walked that path yourself, right? right? You're trying to attract that person that's on the path already. So that that's probably the best way to go, right? Figure yeah. out what your origin story is. Try and tell that story. And and to be honest with you guys, the best way to get good at telling stories Practice. is just do it a lot, right? Yeah. Publish, put stuff out on Facebook Lives. If you're not comfortable on camera, maybe just record the audio. I mean, Or just 
blog it out on Medium. Yeah. Just keep publishing anywhere you can to get that story out. Like, yeah, if you just... You'll fine-tune it as you tell it more times. Yeah, the more you tell a story. And actually, that's a good thing to do with your origin story. You know, the thing to realize is that you will get bored of your own story before anybody else does. No, you could tell your story 500 times and people will still be hearing it for the first time. So don't be scared to tell your story again and again and again and again and again. And doing it lots, you're going to get good at it. You're going to have practice at it. And it's going to get more refined as you go through as well. What do you think? Anything Don't. else to cover yep. with stories? Oh. It's pretty cool, right? Yep. Well, thanks for being on the show again. Anytime. We're going to do some more shows with Gina. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully you guys got something out of this episode today. And we'll catch you on the next one. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the last episode. I hope you really enjoyed having Gina on the show. I definitely had a lot of fun with it. And if you listen to this episode right now, I just want to ask you a really big favor. If you enjoyed the show, one of the biggest things we're trying to do now is to reach a wider audience. So I just ask that you tell one person about the podcast if you enjoyed it. Maybe you screenshot it and share it on your social media. And if you enjoyed the show, please go down to the bottom and leave me a rating and a review. Uh, Those reviews make all the difference with helping us reach more and more people. And yeah. If you thought Gina was awesome, put that in the review. She'd love to see that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.